Welcome to Living Excellently. Become your masterpiece, aligned in heart, mind, and spirit with host Gina T. Joining Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you curious about how to live a more excellent life? Do you understand the extraordinary masterpiece you were intended to be? With willingness, you can make change that creates ripples in the world. Together, we can change the world with an essence of love, joy, compassion, and grace. Tune in as Gina T. guides you to spiritual alignment, continuing your life journey with awe and wonder. Level up to live excellently, give generously, and trust unconditionally. You want to talk about mastery. That's Benny. Benny. Benny and I. Yes, yes, yes. That's Benny did that (laughs) opener. I I just listened to the mastery, right? And it's just, it's just beautiful to really be able to sit back and hear an opening like that and know that we're getting ready for a show more powerful than we can imagine. Gina, this is your show. This is exciting. I want to tell everybody a little bit, and then we'll get rolling. Going to turn the microphone over to you. Living excellently. Just those two words, living excellently with Gina T. It is such a high vibrational energy, and yet you help people across the globe step into it, know what it means, know how to be guided, whether we're looking at an invitation for a holy to connect with the Holy Spirit, uh, or something else that helps us become our own masterpiece. It is such a beautiful gift that you bring forward that provides so much relief in the world of doubt, anxiety, right? Fear. And yet I was telling you before the break, before the show started, it sounds so simple, but boy, do I have to work it. Let's get rolling, Gina T. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Um, Let's take a look at this title today, Embrace Who You Are as the Masterpiece You Are Meant to Be. Boy, some days... And for a lot of people, most days, they look at themselves and they're just not happy. Mm -hmm. Right? So let's talk about what that means to go from that place where, and some people are in a state of self-loathing, to go from that place to truly moving up the scale to at least like yourself, but then ultimately what you you help people with is love yourself. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a tough one, because I remember when I was going through some really dark things um, and difficulties and trying to protect my three little children um, in the 80s from someone who just wanted to destroy them in order to destroy me. And I just felt like the worst person in the world, the worst parent in the world, because I allowed this to unfold. But the reality is we never really know. You know, we make choices, we get close to people, we join a group or get hired somewhere and we don't know where it's gonna take us. So 
people would tell me, you need to love yourself more, but they wouldn't tell me how. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. How do you do that? Because I feel like I'm just a piece of crap right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, you can't love that. <laughs> right? And uh, I just felt like I was just so damaged. Yeah. And all I was going to do was hand that off to my kids and anyone else who came around me. Yeah. I was unlovable. I'm sure there are a ton of people who feel like that because we think we're making good choices and then they end up being really horrible ones. But the, the important thing is, is to learn how to build that foundation before we need to get to that point because things are going to happen. But loving yourself and knowing who you are on the inside keeps you from accepting other piece, people's hatred or whatever dislike of you you know and and then you don't need approval from others when you really love yourself you you're not going to seek approval from anyone else hmm. now I don't think that's the answer answer to your question it is the answer <laughs> to my question because it leads me to ask you another question because okay. you know I, I I don't know if this is true of everybody but you know, I've been witness to several, several baby births, like infant births, like seeing that baby when that baby comes out, right? And then just being around that little baby. And yes, I cried for four years as a baby, because I was colic. But generally, I was also known as a happy baby. And there's just an energy and a spirit of that. So here's my question. You know, life happens. And some people have to go through some potholes from New York. So potholes, <laughs> roadblocks, street closings, whatever you want to call it to find our way. And finding our way to love ourselves, it's not like we say we're going to do it. But boy, do we know what it feels like, Gina. Mm -hmm. We know what it feels like on the inside. Even if we don't say, I don't really love myself. We know how that gets in the way of living our lives, does don't we? Oh yes, oh. we do, oh. and it's and it's ugly, oh. unsavory feeling for sure. It is, um, and let's just talk a minute about what we say to ourselves. Sometimes, you know, we get mis mixed messages. I love you, but go away. Right. I mean, that was my message for my upbringing. Right. I love you. And then your mom dies or I love you. And then you're homeless. I mean, there are just so many things like that. You get those mixed messages. But even if you don't get mixed messages, you have to carve a way to find that love within yourself. And boy, nobody is teaching us much of that, are they? They're not. No. Okay, so you know from that experience, just looking at that little human with all its parts and beautiful, it came out in a whole piece, you know, it's a masterpiece right there. That little boy or little girl is a masterpiece and, and amazing. This is a miracle, you know, I mean, back in the um, old West days, they were lucky if, you know, one out of three or four kids survived, right? Even childbirth. So when we see this, it is definitely a miracle. 
and that was one of the things that led me to look for what does that mean? Yeah. How, I mean, I, am I a miracle? I don't know. I didn't feel like one, you know, <laughs> so, but knowing that I have an eternal spirit, I mean, this isn't it. It's not over when we're done. We just go on and on and on. But what is, I mean, what is that eternal spirit for me? And, and am I doomed to something worse in, you know, the next crossing the portal? Oh boy. <laughs> you know, oh, boy. No. <laughs> right? oh I, my God. So, yeah. So I began <laughs> to embrace the person I was, even if I didn't feel love for myself. Yeah. I embraced all my weirdness because I'm kind of weird. I embraced, you know. <laughs> That's why we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this because we're both weird. <laughs> I was grateful every day for the fact that I could get up in the morning and start over again. I had a new chance to do something good. And I think those two things alone were helping me yeah. get to the place that I am now. Um, and we, we create from what we have, not we, what we don't have. There's a verse in the Bible that says a person is um, it, it, not judged. There's another word, but there's um, yeah. according to their willingness and eagerness and what they have, not what they don't have. So that's why when people compare themselves to others, it just, it's destructive, self-destructive. It is so destructive. And, you know, it's really kind of interesting because, you know, if you go back thousands of years, people are like spread apart, right? Uh -huh. You know, uh, you, you probably didn't know what What's-His-Face was doing over there in that other continent, right? <laughs> now everybody's clustered together and we're so filled with um, so much information and I was talking with someone over the weekend about, we were talking about what it's like to be a teenage girl mm -hmm. growing up right now. And it was, it was a long conversation, so I don't want to go into it, but I was really struck by how many things this young girl is faced with, her own sexual identity, who she is, what she watches on television, what she doesn't, you know, how many kids are relating to the television series Euphoria and how many kids are like, I don't get it, that's not my life. But there's so many references now at, at a fingertip available to people. And, and even if there isn't, you know, this idea of comparison has been part of our culture. We have to develop strength from within, right? And I mentioned the Holy Spirit before, and I, we can talk about that later, but we have to develop a strength from within to know whatever is going on here, I am blessed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When we come back from break, you're going to help us do that. Um, I just had such an interesting weekend of reflection this weekend. And, you know, I get inspired. I do a lot of listening online. I have my own books. I have things I read. You mentioned a part of scripture. There are so many. I grew up with a stepmom that knew, she knew the Bible and then she knew my name. <laughs> Better than she knew my name. Um, but how do you become a unique individual and become precious, even if you're nicknamed at a very young name, a very young age, Pat the brat. How do you? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, when will you come back? Hmm. Yeah, I figured that was unique. When will you come back? The good news is I didn't even know what Brett meant. The good news is that when we come back, precious, unique, that's you. We're going to help you, especially Gina is going to help you with that. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can find out more about Gina T, everything she does, and how to stay in the energy of blessing for yourself for today. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Ready to begin your life journey? You have the ability already inside you to unlock your inner masterpiece. You may just need some support to get there. Working with Gina T is a collaborative, encouraging, and creatively resourceful experience. Let Coach Gina T be your guide to living excellently. Contact Coach Gina T today to find out more about one-on-one sessions. Visit GinaTCoach.com. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right, no one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis, and I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to mentallytoughwomen.com. Is your life stressful and unfulfilling? Would you like to make changes, but you don't know how? Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. I'd like to recommend The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. This is a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase this fabulous book, please go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit URPurePotential.com for more info. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking about you today. 2022, it is all about you. And one of the ways we're doing that is through the voice of others. Today, it's Gina T. Living Excellently is her show, Become Your Masterpiece, Aligned in Heart, Mind, and Spirit. Uh, What, Gina, you're taking on today is embrace who you are as the masterpiece you are meant to be. Before we start to talk about that and talk about, you know, this next segment, precious, unique individual, how to embrace all of who we are, even our weirdness, can't wait for that. How do we find out about you? How do people work with you? Would you give folks a little bit of information here? Okay. Uh, my website is ginatcoach.com. Pretty simple. That. <laughs> yeah. And I have a Patreon page that is will be live this week. So uh, there oh, are cool. different... 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm learning something new and, and it's very different from anything else. So that's Patreon, I think, slash Gina T Coach. Um, and, and let me make sure they know how to get there. It's patreon.com slash Gina-T-Coach, right? Correct. But you can also Google it. And I'm sure that on your website, you're going to have like a link to it, no? Yes. Okay, good. Right. And that's and then, Gina uh, T, like a T, the letter T, coach.com for everybody. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And I have a, a free uh, meditation on the uh, homepage of my website. So Good. go there and find out how, how you are actually already anointed. Um, but wait a minute. You also have a book, no? I do have a book. Okay. So I'm let's tell folks about the book. Okay. Yes. Become your masterpiece. It is the, the beginning part of my coaching handbook pretty much. Um, and it will walk you through some of these steps and things that, uh, and thought patterns that you can develop in order to really know and believe who you are. Yeah. I was looking at chapter two. And one of the things I was looking at is it relates to what we're talking about today. Uh, I have Kindle, so I can do a lot of things that way. But one of the things I was looking at is exactly what we're talking about today. And I would love for you to really elaborate on this. I think one of the things you say is no, no, K-N-O-W, no, that you are a masterpiece, right? No. And then in doing that, what are your attachments? What are your misalignments? Um, and that really is directly related to what we're talking about today. Because if we can know that, even for a nanosecond, then as you're going to help us with now, then perhaps we can embrace our wholeness, all of who we are, right? Yeah, it can be a really tough road. And, and, and it sounds so simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Because we have a bunch of gunk from the very beginning. Sometimes children before they're born have what their mom is feeling and, you know, the energy that she has and they're born with that. Not, you know, it's not their fault. It's, it's what happened. Um, and we, we get all this stuff. And like you were talking earlier, your other, um, what is it? Sorry. Crust busting. Crust busting. Yeah. Basically what it is, it's almost like, you know, if, if kids are throwing mud at a wall, a lot of it is going to stick. Oh yeah. And that's what we go through in life. Our experiences and some of the really bad experiences with words and actions against us. Oh, sorry. That's the gunk that yeah. sticks to us. And mm -hmm. that's what needs to be peeled off and sometimes chiseled off mm -hmm. because all we see is that person with all the mud that got stuck. Yeah. And then we get labeled. Then people label yes. our mud, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Just like when Benny and I were doing the, the series on crust busting, we'd have different labels for things mm -hmm. that you can relate to, but they label us. And, and sometimes Gina, they label our uniqueness. They label our different. I'll tell you what, I have been called different my entire life for a whole range of reasons. Uh -huh. I mean, and you think that you get in your corporate job or and you start to work your way up the ladder and you think you've shed that 
until your bosses start to write a, a, just an outstanding performance re review for you. But then they got to add the line in there that says, you know, da 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 da, -da is great. And we all think she's from another planet. Now, oh my goodness. Now, that's in a corporate performance review. No. Yes, I swear. And I'm at like an executive level. Now I know in the world we live in today, that is actually a compliment. But you don't see it like that. It's like you ask yourself, I said to Linda, why did they have to like put that line in there? Right? Five pages. And then, but isn't that what happens in life, though? You know, we could have so many great things, so many... But this one thing about maybe our uniqueness, and we carry that with us our whole life. Why? I'm not sure why, except it's really easy to start saying it to ourselves. Yeah. If other people are saying it, it's one thing. But when we start reiterating that same thing inside of ourselves, then it starts to shut us down. And I think maybe that's why. Let me ask you about this. All of us have different traits. And clearly, I obviously had some traits, and people say I still do, that, that every time I mention that quote, they say, yeah, you really are from another planet. Don't worry about it. I actually joked about it in my last show because mm -hmm. I was having a little technical issue, and I said, that's what you get for buying a computer that has the word that's called an alien Word, computer. <laughs> but let's talk about the gifts and talents, because isn't this an important part of what you help people literally embrace the different traits, the different parts of ourselves? Yes, right? yes. And, and, you know, talking about scripture as well, there's a scripture, First Corinthians 12, 12, that says the body is a unit, though it is made of many parts. And though all, all its parts are many, they form one body. Well, we can't all be a hand. <laughs> that would be really bizarre. <laughs> you know, if you think of any body part, you, I mean, huh, we can't all be that part. Right. So we all need to have our own uniqueness and our own um, contribution to the body, whether it's a family or workplace or whatever it is. And that's where we need to see that that uniqueness is special, no matter what it is. I mean, I, sometimes I used to go even through this, a silly little list. Like it was so minute sometimes that I would just, because I, I needed to find something that was good about me, you know? So I would just, I, you know, I, I type fast. I don't know why I type fast, you know? And so I'm grateful for the fact that I can type fast. I don't know if it'll ever serve another purpose, but you know, I mean, just finding something, anything, when you're in those dark places, you know, that that's good about you. And then you can bring it up on the, another level each time you are, I, I guess, convinced, you know, by yourself. Because no one else can convince you. People, people can say all kinds of nice things about you all day long. But if you don't believe it, yeah, you're the only one who can convince yourself. That and isn't that really the key? And we have to be reminded of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, one of the things you said that's really important, I want to ask you about it as well, is you're right. I mean, uh, we're not all just hands. We have a number of different things. But one of the things that I'm really struck by, actually, I was aware of it over the weekend for myself, is how harmonious 
our body parts can be when we're doing something, right? You know, imagine watching a chef cook something. I mean, I used to watch my grandma all the time and I would watch her and you would think she wasn't really moving, but she moved with such precision and grace. Mm. I mean, whether it was cutting something up so beautifully and just reaching over here or over here and putting fresh ingredients and everything was just so beautifully orchestrated. I mean, that to watch her cook something was beauty in action. So let's talk a minute about peace and harmony, right? And how that's related to real embracing our, our wholeness. Okay, yeah, that peace and harmony is the thing that we need to look for within ourselves. You're not gonna find it outside of yourself, but to look for your heart and mind in alignment. If you feel like something is out of place inside you, you know, if you say, I'm going to do this, and then you do the opposite, then there's something that needs to be addressed. You know, I wanna do the right thing, and then you go out, you know, because something is some, oh, let's just say, a young woman and a young man and the, and she says, I'm not going to go out with him anymore because he's not good for me, you know? And then he asks her out and he says, Oh, come on, we'll just go to dinner or whatever. And she's like, Oh, okay. And I'm going to, and then she goes and then she's like beating herself up the whole time thinking, why am I here? What am I doing? You know, it's because you're not in alignment with yourself and you're looking for his approval, which is not as important as your approval. <laughs> and that, and that harmony gets uh, uh, destroyed while you are trying to find this congruency and there isn't any because you're up on this level at that point because you made decisions but then you kind of take a little dive into this place because you're living on someone else's agenda rather than on your own and that takes away your harmony Oh, boy. You know, I think that's something I want to talk with you about when we come back, because it happens so frequently, and we don't really know it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the things that I think is really up for exploration, and then really talking about is this idea of communication. You know, Stephen Covey, back in the day, uh, when I was in that corporate job, uh, we brought Stephen Covey in. And out of all of the habits and everything he talked about in the book, there was one that I glommed onto. It was the reason I wanted him to come in. Now, he didn't spend a lot of time because I think he looked in the room at the executives and, and you could almost feel him thinking, I think they're going to need a longer lesson in that. Mm. And it was, it was the art of listening to understand, as opposed to waiting to talk. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we're going to hear what Gina T has to say about communication that leads to understanding, honor, and respect. So important. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Ready to begin your life journey? You have the ability already inside you to unlock your inner masterpiece. You may just need some support to get there. Working with Gina T is a collaborative, encouraging, and creatively resourceful experience. 
Let Coach Gina T. be your guide to living excellently. Contact Coach Gina T. today to find out more about one-on-one sessions. Visit GinaTCoach.com. Even though your home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit YouArePurePotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, PurePotential.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com. Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty master chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles share stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so much. Uh, Part of the journey is what we're talking about today. And, you know, you've heard us do this now, the previous hour, now this hour with Gina T. You know, Gina works with people to help people really see and fully embrace and understand the energy of living excellently and what that becomes. And part of it is like she talks about in her book, you know, becoming your masterpiece aligned in heart, mind, and spirit. Today, the question really becomes, can you embrace who you are? Can you embrace being that masterpiece that you are meant to be? And if you can at least open up to entertain that conversation and notion, then what you're about to hear next is going to get you on that pathway. Uh, Gina, before we go there, again, let people know how they can find out more about you, uh, your book, your Patreon program, and anything else. Okay, thank you. Yes, my website is GinaTCoach.com. That's Gina with a T, coach.com. 
And you can either connect with me, uh, send me a message on my website, or, or send me a message directly to ginatcoach at gmail.com if you have questions or um, comments. And um, as Dr. Pat said, I have a book on um, Amazon uh, called Become Your Masterpiece. And we're, we are going through that a little bit today. I also have a Patreon uh, page. So uh, patreon.com slash Gina T coach, which is not hard to find. Right. <laughs> and where I'm sharing a lot of the content that I use for, for coaching. Awesome. Um, now, part of this too is really understanding the importance of this particular episode today. And that is to be open to embrace who you are. I mean, it's like you said earlier in the show, it sounds like, oh yeah, of course, but yet then you go to do it. And what you talked about in the last segment is, yeah, all of the stuff comes up, but let's talk about, you know, the way you help people with communication. And I, I sort of gave sort of a, a quote from Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the things he talked about was listening to understand. And that may lead us to honor and respect. Can you talk about this and how it relates to the mindset of being a beloved masterpiece? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Stephen Covey had some really great points that, that I think that can correlate with everything that, that I'm doing here as well. Um, and so when we understand the idea that we came to this earth as a loved being, we are already loved, that no matter what else goes on around us, we don't need to search for it. We're already a masterpiece. And the things that happen in our lives, our experiences, and even our own character sometimes is detrimental to ourselves. But we can start working on that and really look at the fact that we deserve just as much compassion and grace, and we can give it to ourselves as anyone else. And learning how to communicate through that, through the fact that we are, that each person is a loved being. And we can communicate um, to clear up all the mis misunderstanding. And even we can't necessarily go back and do that with other people, but we can communicate within ourselves and we can figure out for ourselves. And I know it's, it sounds like I'm just saying, oh, just do it. But no, it is a <laughs> process. It's definitely a process. But we can figure out for ourselves that no matter what we do, if we never do anything fantastic, we're still valuable and we're still lovable. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we're so hard in judging ourselves. Isn't this true also that we're looking at fantastic as it relates to other people. Right. And right out of the gate, we already put these uh, barriers around our possibility gene, you know, mm -hmm. that thing that allows us to seek out possibilities that allows us you know, to seek out that true inner sense and genius that we have inside of us. And yet, if we just, just one simple thing, we're able to break through that barrier and just be able to step in the world of possibility. Um, 
it's so very, very precious, but yet powerful, isn't it? And I yes. think you alluded to it before when you were talking about the fact that we get all hung up on comparison. And, you know, as if God looks at us and says, oh, she's better than this, than him, you know, as if there's like this giant game board up there and all the really cool people are over here Uh. and then everybody else is over there. And somehow we get that ingrained in ourselves. Uh And we start asking ourselves and and comparing ourselves. A silly little thing I want to say, and then I want you to take it away. But a silly little thing. I was talking to a couple of friends, and we both were all fans of one particular actor. She's amazing. Uh, Anything she's in, we're going to watch. But they had, my two friends were having this debate about her, about uh, whether or not she should be reprise a role she was in a lot of years ago and i'm talking about rooney mara who was in the girl with the dragon tattoo series outstanding role and she's been in a couple of other roles since but i'm just listening to them and it it was this obvious critique to make a point So rather than talk about how genius the two actors they were talking about were, I listened to one put down one actor and then Mm -hmm. the other put down the other actor to make our point. We don't need to do that, but we do it in the world. We do it about others and then we do it about ourselves, right? We have to talk kindly and communicate our misunderstood intentions. Tell us about how that is going to get us to understanding, honor, and respect. Okay. Uh, now, when I was when I was young, through my probably junior high and high school years, and I had friends over different times, and my and when they'd leave, my mom would say, "Why can't you be more like them?" And I'm, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> that set myself up for not necessarily comparing myself or competing. Well, maybe it was comparing, but I always, I always knew I was not going to be good enough because I always had to look at someone else who was better than me. But that's such a lie. Looking at other people, all we need to do is be happy for who they are and, and learn to accept ourselves in the light of who they are, but also look at ourselves and grow our own light. Everybody has their own light. You know that song, This Little Light of Mine? Well, it's not this little light of yours. I'm going to carry this little light of yours. We all have our own light. And if we keep our own light lit, (laughs) you know, we don't need to look at anyone else's because only our little candle is going to guide our way. You know, I mean, of course, when we all are in a group, it's much better when we're all giving understanding and honor and respect to each other. And that's, I think that's the answer to the problems in the world because people don't honor each other for just being another human. They don't respect other people for just being who they are. And it does come down to, like you said, not doing that with themselves. Mm-hmm. When, when we're unhappy with ourselves, we're yeah. going to look for um, you know, somebody else to either look up to or 
say, oh, I'm better than them or whatever, which ah, is just so ugly. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and so there are tools that you help people with. And I want to talk to this for a minute. And I'm going to go ahead and skip the break. But there are things that you help people learn how to do. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're not just talking about uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, sporadic or um, unusual events to change. You're mm-hmm. helping people learn what you're, you're able to teach them and what you've learned about how to live a way of life like this. That's very different than, let me show you how to tie your shoelace, although that's a good thing to know, <laughs> right? That was before Velcro. Right. <laughs> but you're also saying, this is something we can learn, whether we're having a great day, a mediocre day, or not so good day. And that's why we're talking about this, because the rubber meets the road right here if we are in self-loathing. Correct. That's painful. That is painful. Probably one of the most painful things, because then it doesn't matter what anyone says to us. We might be up for a few minutes, but then we're back down because we haven't, we haven't fixed the problem. And mm-hmm. we got to the core issue. And um, we all have to understand that we're all leaders. Each one of us is a leader, whether you're just leading yourself or you have other people in other circumstances that you're leading. But each one of us is a leader. So looking for a hero, looking for someone to come and change the world for us is not really an option because it's our world. Each, each person has their own individual world. I think that's hard, a hard concept for most people because they feel helpless in their own world. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a lot of, yeah, a, a lot of the time, all I, I, all I teach people first is to slow down yeah. and take a breath. It's so important because if we can do that, then we are guided to divine right action, whatever that looks like, you mm-hmm. know, whatever the dilemma is. Yeah. How often have you been around your friends? And well, this happened to me a couple of times over the holiday and they're trying to either open a bottle or they're trying to to, something mechanical and they, they fuss with it and you could hear them fussing and then they hand it to you and they say, open this or right. (laughs) And, and you take it because you're in a state of calm. You may look at the situation for a minute Right. Maybe it's a mechanical device. Maybe it's a lock. Maybe it's a jar. And the next thing you know, it's open. (laughs) Right. It's not because I have a better skill than they do, but the frenzy that Mm -hmm. happens, right. Right. From not stopping and breathing. Mm -hmm. That's one of the key. Isn't that one of the key causes for procrastination and and immobilization? It is most definitely. Yes. I can't tell you how many times a day that I will get frustrated with something, get up, walk away, go outside, do something different and then come back to it. And then it works magically because I'm not, like you said, in that frantic frenetic state of mind where I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's not working. I don't know what to do. Just get out of that situation, even if you have to do it in your own head and not physically. Yeah. 
but take some deep breaths because obviously when you're in that situation, you're depleting yourself of oxygen and your brain needs oxygen to function. Yeah. So that's, that's very, very important. Yeah. I I mean, let me ask you this question because I noticed I, I'm, I'm, I'm just more aware. I think going through these past couple of years, um, there are a lot of lessons about self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-loathing, just from all sorts of, all sorts of walks mm-hmm. of life, all sorts of things. But part of this that I think you're talking about as well is when we have an energy that doesn't truly honor the masterpiece of who we are. I mean, this is the best way I know how to frame it then it's hard for that good idea to come forward. And then if that like self-loathing, lack of self-worth, I'm not enough defense shifts in, even with the best idea, right? Mm -hmm. It is so hard to take action and great ideas without action are what? They're, they're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they're nothing. They don't go anywhere. That's the time you can't even remember what the idea was, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just one more thing to put on the shelf that you didn't finish. I mean, it could be so simple. And let's talk about this, though. It could be so simple, yet we forget that there is an out, there is a source that can help us. Yeah, I know we've got about five minutes or so left, but we have to be able to remember to tap into this source. Tell us how to do it. Okay. First, I do want to say that when you do get into those places, it's okay to be there and, and just love yourself in it. Hold yourself, you embrace yourself and, and or whatever you need to go through to, to go through that valley. But just meditating five minutes a day, sometimes several times a day, and you can you can meditate meditate on the attributes of God, and there are many, but goodness you can and and love and grace and everything, all the good things in life. We can meditate on those things, and sometimes just that one word for five minutes, and it gets you into a state of harmony and peacefulness within yourself. You can meditate on how you are valued as a unique individual, on gratitude. Gratitude is huge. We both know that. Um, your spirit as part of eternity, not even thinking about what that means, but the universe. We're part of this huge, enormous universe. Um, and you can read scripture. You can look up God's promises or God's love for you. I mean, you can do anything. Google, come on, this is magical, right? <laughs> you look up those things and you really take one or two into, into your life, write it on a sticky note and put it somewhere and, you know, memorize it. I'm, well, I, don't, I don't memorize anything, <laughs> I, I, but I'll, I'll read things every single day just to remind myself. I'm not really in a battle. This is all about learning and growing and being teachable in life. That's our journey, and it's wonderful. It's filled with goodness, but we need to look at that. Okay, so, you know, if you're going to buy a yellow car, what do you see on the road? A bunch of yellow cars. You see every single yellow car, and you're thinking, everybody has a yellow car now. I've never seen this before. 
if you're looking, <laughs> if you're looking for goodness <laughs> and love and compassion, you're going to find it. It's so because funny. You said that I have a bright orange car. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, I, and you know, it's the second version of it, but you know, it was interesting. I have a bunch of these apps. You're right. Google, whatever that is. And then if people want to really create some consistency, they can work with you as well. Because mm -hmm. part of this for me is having a bedrock where I can go and know that on a consistent basis, I'm going to be fueled. I have apps that pop up. I, I got one this morning. Uh, a verse that came to me and I got one that says something about it's going to be an amazing week. Mm. Just that little thought, right? Um, we can't say enough about quieting the mind, can we? Right. And yeah. I mean, I know there are times when it's not easy. I've been a single mom of seven kids. I, I mean, there was a time when I had three, you know, children, oh, yeah. toddlers and three teenagers you know, <laughs> and then one in between. So I know there are times when it's hard to quiet your mind, but you only need, like you said earlier, the nanosecond yeah. to connect. Yeah. And there are so many ways that you can do this. There's so many things that you could do uh, in order to really position yourself. Because what you're talking about today, Gina, is um, you're talking about not just embracing oneself, embrace who you are as the masterpiece you were meant to be, but to actually believe and hold in faith that mm. you really are meant to be that masterpiece. Correct. Yeah. And that's one thing we, we can't live without hope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So making it your own mm -hmm. precious, priceless. <laughs> And being able to look behind, beyond, what did you say? Throw the mud up against the wall. Mm. You know, the fact that there's mud on the wall doesn't mean we are the mud. And I think that's the greatest misconception there is. Mm -hmm. You know, that the fact that we are in front of temptation doesn't mean that we are that. You know, we have the ability to be that thing in the world that is eternal, that's correcting and connecting our hearts and mind all the time. Isn't that part of your message today about embracing the masterpiece that we yes. are meant to be? Absolutely. And yeah, you're not the mud. We're not the mud. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Although I have been hiking in the mud, that isn't one oh. of my favorite things to do. Well, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, you either get learn, you either learn to do something in the rain or mud, or you just don't go out. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, but, th but that's all part of it. You know, what's so great about that is that, you know, just like you come home and you take a shower and you put your clothes in the wash, they become refreshed and renewed. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability to do that. Right. And to do that by where we put our energy and our focus and, you know, where we put our belief systems and, you know, I think one of the things you say is, and maybe it'd be great to end it with this, is one of the things I think you say is acknowledge, accept, surrender, and receive. Yes. Did you want me to expand that or? Yeah. Why don't we, okay. I'd love your personal message on that. And thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so much. I, I really love this time that we have together. Yeah. So acknowledge 
the situation, acknowledge where you are and what's happening around you, and then accept your personal responsibility in it. You may not have been the catalyst, but just being there, we're in agreement with it. So accept that and then surrender all of it. I surrender good things and not good things constantly because I don't have anything to limit me from the possibilities. So surrender and release it because that's the only way you're going to have the space for the good things that you prepare yourself to receive. Gina, Gina T, everybody. Gina, one more time, please let folks know how they can find out about you, how they can work with you, all of the above. Okay. Well, my website is ginatcoach.com. And I said, as I said earlier, there's a free meditation to invite the Holy Spirit to connect with your spirit. It actually helps you really realize how anointed you are, even if you don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> and my book, Become Your Masterpiece, is on my website and Amazon. Um, and then Patreon, patreon.com slash Gina T Coach. And please, if there's anything that's on your heart that you want to share or you want my, you want me to walk with you in it, um, you can send me a message on Gina T Coach. You've been listening to Living Excellently, Becoming Your Masterpiece, aligned in heart, mind, and spirit with Gina T. Tune in live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Gina T helps guide you to spiritual alignment on your life journey with awe and wonder. Level up to live excellently, give generously, and trust unconditionally on living excellently. For more information, connect with Gina T at GinaTCoach.com.